Hello, this is History Storytime with Sophie, age seven. That's me. And Ellie, age five. That's me. And our daddy. That's me. We like hearing about battles, dropping off heads, and kings and queens. I add in the funny bits. I add in the disgusting bits. And we tell a new story every week. So don't forget to subscribe. Firstly, we wanted to wish some of our patrons. Happy birthday! Happy birthday to Harper. She is turning six on August the twenty-sixth. She likes the disgusting bits of our episodes. Ew, gross! Happy birthday to James, who is seven. His birthday is on the twenty-seventh of August. He lives in New York with his brother Teddy. I've seen Afghanistan is in the news. Stop the presses! We thought we would tell the story of the first Afghan war. It was a total disaster for Britain. Nearly two hundred years ago, Britain was building a mighty empire. She ruled all of India. Russia was also building a mighty empire in Asia. People in Britain were worried that Russia's huge army might one day attack British India. In between Russia and British India was a country called Afghanistan. It was a poor, mountainous country. However, the British wanted to control Afghanistan to stop the Russians from getting close to India. Then the Afghans got a new king. His name was Dost Mohammed. He did not like the British much. You got a problem? And the British thought. He might be friendly with Russia, so the British had an idea. I got an idea. They decided to invade Afghanistan to get rid of Dost Mohammed. You are fired. And put on the throne an Afghan leader who would be a friend of Britain. They were not worried about the Afghan soldiers. The British army was very powerful. It had defeated Napoleon. It had conquered all of India. For the queen, the British army invaded Afghanistan. I ho, I ho! It's off to fight we go. The army was partly British, but also had a lot of well-trained Indian army soldiers too. Left, 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 right, left. The British were so confident that their general let the officers take their wives with them on the march. Silly boy! At first, all went well. They marched straight through the mountains of Afghanistan. The British captured towns, which you will hear on the news today. Places like Kandahar fell to the British without much fighting. Then the British captured Afghanistan's capital, Kabul. From this day forward, I'm in charge. Dost Mohammed, run away. Head for the hills. The British replaced Dost Mohammed. With an Afghan leader they trusted called Shuja Shah, he wasn't that popular in Afghanistan, but that didn't really matter to the British because they trusted him. Most of the British army then marched back to India. Job done. The British left behind around five thousand soldiers in Kabul, and also some British officers and their wives to keep an eye on Shuja Shah. The British had been paying money to some of the Afghans to keep them friendly. The British decided to save money, and so they started paying the Afghans less. 
some of those Afghans decided to attack the British supply wagons. The British sent soldiers out who defeated those Afghans. The British then demanded that the defeated Afghans give some of their own children as prisoners. That way the Afghans wouldn't fight again. The Afghans did not want to give their children to Shuja Shah because he sometimes chopped off people's hands. You speak of justice. The Afghans carried on fighting instead. Then some of the British officers in Kabul took some of the Afghan women as girlfriends. The Afghan men in Kabul did not like this. I will have my revenge. Dost Muhammad had a son. His name was Muhammad Akbar Khan. He called a meeting of the local Afghan tribesmen. I am not alone. They agreed to fight the British. They ended the meeting shouting Jihad, Jihad, which means struggle, struggle. The order went out from the mosque in Kabul to attack the British. You will be eradicated. The British were attacked in the streets and shops. They ran away back to their camp. The whole city was trying to get rid of them. The British tried to talk to the Afghan rebels, but the Afghans had had enough. They did agree, though, to meet with some of the British officers. Then the Afghans had them killed. Treacherous dogs! They dragged the dead bodies to the streets of Kabul. The British general was an old, weak man. He did not know what to do. We are far too old for this. Eventually, he asked Muhammad Akbar Khan if he could take the British back to India. Muhammad Akbar Khan agreed and promised to give the British food and safe passage, but insisted that the British give up their cannons and most of their gunpowder. That's not a good idea. The British agreed and marched out of Kabul, leaving their cannons and most of their gunpowder behind. Retreat! There were about 5,000 British and Indian soldiers, but they had around 10,000 wives, girlfriends and servants with them too. Hello! As soon as they were out of Kabul, the Afghans attacked. Even though they had promised to let the British march home. Liar, liar, pants on fire! The British stumbled over high mountains with hardly any food or ammunition. Thousands of British soldiers were killed. Then, Muhammad Akbar Khan told the British that if they did not surrender their women and children, they would all be killed. Come on! The British agreed and the British women were taken to Kabul. Goodbye! The attacks on the soldiers continued. The large British regiment was surrounded on a hill called Gandamak. There were just 40 men left. We need backup! The snow was two feet deep. They had only 12 working guns left. Each gun had only two bullets. The Afghans surrounded them. There is no escape. And then they attacked. At first the British fought them off. Then the fighting was Afghan spear against British bayonet. Use your bayonets! The British were killed. All except one officer. He escaped on a pony. I'm getting out of here. Exhausted, he made his way to the British garrison in Jalalabad. The garrison were looking for the arrival of thousands of British soldiers and their families from Kabul. 
Instead, they saw one exhausted and injured British officer on his pony stumble into the camp. He was the only survivor of the thousands of British soldiers in Kabul. Oh boy. The British were angry and embarrassed. They quickly invaded with another army. You will pay for this. The British again captured the Afghan capital, Kabul. They freed their women, but this time they did not stay in Kabul. They destroyed the historic bazaar, which was like the marketplace out of revenge. Then the whole army marched back to India. Dost Muhammad became ruler again of Afghanistan. I rule these lands. Dost Muhammad never let either the Russians or the British into his land. After he became the ruler again, he said this. I have been amazed at how rich and powerful Britain is. What I cannot understand is why such a mighty empire would want to conquer my poor and barren country of Afghanistan. Do people nowadays know much about that story? I think quite a lot of people in Afghanistan know the story because it's an important story for them. But it has been a little forgotten in other countries. I think it's an important story for us too. So to summarise, Britain invaded Afghanistan in 1839 to change the rulers of Afghanistan. Then they had to leave in a hurry and it was a total disaster. After which the old leaders of Afghanistan came back anyway. If you like this episode then do join our Patrons Club. They have exclusive episodes and you can help choose an episode. You can join at www.patreon.com forward slash history storytime. All the details are in the show notes. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite.